Hey, story checks up. You're free to go. Good, because I got a hot date tonight. Oh, I did. Dinner with friends. Dinner alone. Watching TV alone. All right. I'm going to sit at home and ogle the, the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. See his catalog. Ding. Now, would you unhook this already, please? I don't deserve this kind of shabby treatment. Welcome to the podcast, Gus. Thanks. We're back. For a, thir- a seventh time already? Number seven. And uh, boy, is it a doozy. This oh, boy. Is, this is different. We're not where we normally are. Where are we? We are actually in Lake Geneva for a family reunion, if you can believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I can believe it. It's real. Um, there's a lot of people here, and that's about 70 uh, which sounds like a lot. It's a lot of family, and it is. But for our family, it's actually small, uh, smaller than normal. So the normal count is around 100, maybe 120. Uh, every three years we do this. I don't know why. That's insane. But everyone from wherever they are in the country goes to some place. It changes every couple of years. We did Estes Park, Colorado. We did uh, Missouri. We did Tahoe twice. twice which was incredible. Well, I uh, wasn't there for it the second time, but I was there for it for the first time. Yeah, Ta- Grenell Back in Resort, Tahoe was amazing. So, yeah, we, we're, we're surrounded by family. Uh, there's too many to, to keep track of. I mean, really. Like, I, I play this game where I, I really love the people that I know I'm going to see, but I see them anyway. And then there's a bunch of people that I almost never see and I really like, but it's hard because I'm like, who is this kid and this person's son and daughter and the cousin? And then it's been six years now because of COVID, not three. It's been like about five, five and a half. Five and years. Like the eight, when someone's 12 and then you go five and a half without years without seeing them, they're a completely different human being. I'm like, oh, that was that little, you know, scruff that I saw back then. And now he's a fully formed man. Like, it's a lot of that. And there's just too many of us. Mm. Like, there's just too many of us. One too many account. I'm only, I'm seeing a full room here. Yeah, so we'll see how this audio is. Uh, I'm not sure, but if you hear, like, the chattering, nice, like, hum of conversation, it's because we are in Lake Geneva. Uh, we're at this, you know, a family room where we do arts and crafts. There, there was a talent show, and now everyone's just kind of milling about. And we're here in the corner. Um, we've, we've selected, or people have have guests that are going to come on uh random members of our family who either like the simpsons or just want to be on our podcast or who knows why they took a number but they did all right yeah so the theme uh, as you might imagine of today is family right um i think i have a couple of friends who don't have much family and their friends are their chosen family and that's a really cool thing and I think that's amazing. But in our case, like, we don't have a choice. Like, th- this is way too many freaking people to even keep track of. And I'm related to all of them. I don't know how this happened. Um, I, the McHales and the 
I mean, the names I can't even keep, the, the maiden names, but the, the McHale family is, like, large and in charge. They breed like rabbits. Um, a lot of them are here. And then everyone who married into this clan is just a lot. <laughs> it's one too many to count. It's, it's like, a hundred too many to count. But, I mean, we are blessed that, like, we care. It's really cool. And uh, it's just a unique thing. Like, I, I didn't ever think about being involved with this size of a group. But here we are, and uh, we're going to touch on a few things with the Simpsons involving family today. Uh, as you can imagine, the Simpsons are a family. They have an extended family. There's a lot of other families on the show, and there's been some reunions. There's been some births. There's been some deaths. Um, Very much hard deaths, but a uh, few odd births, if you can believe which one. Which one? Odd births or odd birds? Odd births. Oh, there's like definitely. a lot of uh, like a lot of unpacking to do. So hold on to your hats, folks. <laughs> yeah, we. I actually have a couple uncles that I can think of that are would fit that category. Yeah. So um, we're here. It, it's kind of insane, but we're just doing this podcast from the corner of the room. We're we're gonna have some folks who who are gonna stop by. They're gonna spin that Marge. We're gonna see if they're lightweights or heavyweights when it comes to Simpsons trivia. Um, we're just going to see what they think or how the Simpsons influenced them. But before we do that, I pulled a couple of clips um, that are kind of apropos to uh, the Simpsons and, like, large families. Because uh, there's plenty of examples. The first one uh, is in the episode where Marge gets the pretzel wagon, and she gave out coupons uh, in, the, in the, like, the local newspaper. You know, free pretzel if you get the coupon, whatever. And somebody calls her up, says, hey, you know, I got a couple of coupons. Come over and deliver. She goes there. It happens to be Cletus, the slack-jawed yokel. Lord knows he's always a slack-jawed yokel. Have you seen his kids? Uh, Cletus Buckler is his name. He's got a snake tattoo on his left arm. He's married to Brandine, Brandine Spuckler. And I don't know how many kids uh, are, you know, they have together. I'm not sure. However... I know, according to Simpsons lore, that they have no less than 60 children. Well, Brandine has no less than 60 children of her own. Now, I don't know if they're with Cletus entirely or what, but in this clip, Marge goes to Cletus's house, and he produces, you know, 30 coupons, right? And, she, and then Marge is like, oh, shoot, I should have said, like, one per customer, but she didn't. So he collected 30 of these coupons, which means he gets 30 pretzels. And this is the following conversation that happens after that. It involves Cletus's children and Cletus's uh, large family. Kids, we're eating dinner tonight. Come on, Tiffany, Heather, Cody, Dylan, Dermot, Jordan, Taylor, Brittany, Wesley, Rumor, Scout, Cassidy, Zoe, Chloe, Max, Hunter, Kendall, Caitlin, Noah, Sasha, Morgan. Now, that is an impressive amount of kids, but seriously, who needs their kids' rumor? A rumor, Scout, and then the last two were Cubert, which is the, the oddest name you could ever give a person, and, but, then, just, and then just Phil. Cubert and Phil. But, but if you don't know, Cubert is also another name for a character on Futurama. I did not know that. You're full of these kinds of things. Well done. Uh,. Who's Cubert? What, what does he look like? So Cubert Farnsworth is the clone son of of Professor Farnsworth in the Futurama series. 
Wow. I mean, that's why we have you here. You're 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 like an encyclopedia. You're, you're a limitless encyclopedia of knowledge about the Simpsons and a lot of other things. Okay. See, that's trivia that we don't even need, but you just have it in your brain. I have it in my brain, and it's not going anywhere. No, it isn't. Uh, so I love Cletus and his kids, and I, I actually had a friend um, who ran a radio station. Uh, his name's Phil Best Kid, and uh, he know he loved The Simpsons too. And I think at one point he memorized all of those kids, the 26 that Cletus just yelled off, which was a very really impressive feat to me. Uh, Phil, if you're listening, we'll have you on, and uh, you can you can bring back some of your trivia knowledge. That'll Ooh, be fun. That'll uh, be the next fun. Cl- the next clip I pulled was actually a legitimate family reunion that happened on The Simpsons, and you know who it is. Who is it? Ned Flanders, of all people. So the Flanders have a family reunion. It's a barbecue. They're all outside. There's music. There's food. They're all having a good time. And Homer is, like, looking out his backyard, and he's annoyed, right? Because Flanders didn't tell him about this. He's annoyed by what's going on. And he goes over. So in this clip, Homer kind of goes over and is asking them, like, hey, what's going on? Can you please shut up kind of thing? And we'll hear what happens from there. famous scene where we see like 30 people that Ned Flanders is related to and it's just great because they sort of throw in like ethnic Flanders of different countries and it's amazing. It's hilarious. I especially loved the England version of Ned Flanders. The English guy, he just couldn't be bothered. And we have a couple of people from England in our family by the way because it's so insanely large and it's like asking Uncle David to go like howdly doodly and he just like wouldn't. He he just would not. And that was like Lord Fizzlewick Flanders. So first he says charmed, you know, and then like he's forced, he's, they, they bend his arm <laughs> as David's arm is bent uh, in certain situations. So that's clip number two. Um, I have one more, and this has to do with the Simpsons family itself. And this was an episode where Lisa was contemplating, she was sort of like questioning her future. She was... Um, she had a couple of things go wrong. She had an IQ test that I think came back. It was something was messed up with it. She was questioning her intelligence and and wondering about like, am I doomed to sort of mediocrity because I'm a Simpson? And in this clip, Homer rounds up the entire Simpson, all the Simpson people who are related in like the the Springfield area. You know, he gets them all into the front yard, and it's a really sweet kind of moment because. I won't spoil it. I won't step on it. We'll just play it, but it's kind of nice. So we'll see how this plays out. This is your great uncle, Chad. Go ahead, Chad. Tell me what you do. I run an unsuccessful shrimp company. Oh, but you run. 
probably should have researched this first, eh, Dad? What about you? Well, sir, I step in front of cars and sue the drivers. I beg celebrities for money! Uh, I'm a prison snitch. Junk band manager. My legs hurt. Jesus oh. right. We're nothing but a big bunch of losers. Show's over, folks. Go home! What about a five bucks? You get it after you leave. Now get out of here. <laughs> Wait a minute, Homer. You didn't ask everybody. What about the women? Fine, fine. What do you do, Dr. Simpson? Doctor? That's right. I'm chief of complicated surgery at the Invasive Care Clinic. That means you went to college, right? You have to if you want to be an architect or an environmental lawyer or regional sales coordinator for the third largest distributor of bunk and trundle beds. Oh, did you hear that, Lisa? So all the Simpson women turn out okay. That's right, sweetie. The defective Simpson gene is on the Y chromosome, so only men are affected. Well, that sums it up. Yeah, so the defective Simpsons gene is on the Y chromosome, uh, which for non-biologists, uh, it's the male chromosome. Mm, oh, boy. So Lisa kind of has a nice moment where she realizes that she's not doomed to mediocrity because most of the Simpson women are actually smart and successful, and she's another proof of that, right? There you go. Yeah, Lisa's so, a genius. Uh, we, I mean, we knew that already, but like, it's kind of fun to see her learn it you know, in real time. So those were three just quick hits about family and Simpsons. And now, I mean, I think it's time that we have some of our random family just spin that Marge, come in and talk about the Simpsons. So could you turn the the spin the Marge thing towards that seat so that, okay. And then, yeah. And I think we should call actually Ellen. uh, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Ellen no, I think since you took a number, you're going to be number one. I just want to step up to the plate. Even though your number is not one. Her number is 19. And our first ever guest on The Simpsonian is the person who made the song possible, or yes. our intro possible, my sister, Ellen Angelico. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Gus and Anthony. I'm honored. Well, we're honored to have you. So we're here's just for the listeners, we're working with two microphones and three people. So I think we should just give the guest microphone to the guest and we're and you can scooch towards me. And and I can share. You can share with yeah. him? Yes. I, I I'm wondering what's the best setup here. Okay, you can the guest will share with Anthony. The, I think I think I'll share it with Gus actually. <laughs> No, you're going to share with me, and you're going to like it. Yeah, I think I'm going to lean on the, the audio and musician uh, for this one, because I think you guys are just next to each other. How about that? Sounds good to me. Ellen, You um, before we ask you about anything related to Simpsons in your life, uh, we've said this before, but I want to say it one more time. You're very talented with music, and you're incredible, and I appreciate your skills. And specifically, I appreciate the fact that you made our freaking theme song. And here you are, a member of the team, officially a member of the team. Uh, It's fitting that you're the first guest. And so thank you and welcome. Thank you. It was an honor to write the music. Yeah. You guys are so fun. It's amazing. And (laughs) really great. Every time I, like, load it up and I have headphones in, it just it's very well balanced. It's mixed well. All the things you did, whatever those things are great things <laughs> thanks because Gus. they're beyond my capabilities 
We have like uh, uh, it's a director of things. I think it will be your title. Like, yeah. Sounds good. I like it. Yeah. So um, why don't you tell us? I don't know. I, I don't. I honestly have no idea how much you cared about The Simpsons at all growing up. But like, what was it like for you? Did it impact your life at all? Tell us more, or anything. It had very little impact on my life in general. I was aware that it existed and that some people liked it. When were you aware that your brother became obsessed with it? When you guys started doing this. Really? Yes. I knew you watched it, but I didn't know you liked it that much. And I, uh, mostly now, the way that it impacts my life is because you care about it so much. So now I care about it, too, because you care about it. Well, we can all appreciate that, especially our deceased uncle, John Weiss, who is not amongst us here today, very sad. But he knew more about The Simpsons than than the three of us at this table. Well, Honestly, he certainly knew more than I do because if you know anything, you know more than I do. <laughs> True. You're gonna you're, you're welcome nonetheless because this show is uh, well. It's really in need of talent, and you are talented. So we're just gonna attract all the people who can do stuff, and that's that. You're gonna be like welcomed back every time. You are both very talented. Um, do I get to spin that, Marge? You yes, you, do. you indeed do, and please. You know, like, make the microphone just, like, sidle up the mic so you can get that, like, really nice carnival sound and spin away. Okay, ready? Spin that march. spinning that march. What do you got? I got pink. Okay, so blue and pink are both trivia. All Uh, right. Pink's supposed to be hard trivia, but we know that you're not getting that. So, Anthony, why don't you give her a nice piece of easy trivia, which for her will still be difficult. All right. The easiest question I can think of right now is who is all question two? Who is always trying to kill Bart on The Simpsons? Homer? <laughs> a it's pack of not, rabid dogs. It's actually not a bad guess because uh, <laughs> he's continually strangling his son. Yeah. That's like a theme. It's a meme before it was a meme. Yeah. Not a bad guess. Not it's not Homer? Okay. It's not Homer. Um natural disasters. Force majeure is her second guess for the record. But uh, I wouldn't go with disasters, but I will say uh, can I give her a hint? Yeah, give her a hint. Sideshow. Sideshow Bob. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's a generous, generous hint. Uh, well, thank you so much for letting me be part of the show. Um, can I rustle up another? I would love it. Family member. I'm so glad to have you on. Who Let's is, get another number. I believe Henry did. Well, get your number oh, sheet right, out. Right. Hold on, Ellen. Hold and on. if you haven't figured it out by now, like this is how this episode's gonna go. So if you're thinking it's gonna be coherent or. Um, Go somewhere? No, you've come to the wrong place. But if you know any one of these crazy-ass people, it's probably pretty entertaining. So, you know, um, we're going to call another number of someone who wanted to be on the show, and we'll see if they're here. Find the numbers. This is literally the hardest job in the world, and I can't find the freaking numbers. <laughs> this here we go. Here great we go. pod, by the way. Great pod. Great pod. Oh, Henry. What's Henry's number? 31. Okay. <laughs> this is cu- uh, cousin, cousin, number 31. Cousin, number 31. Hello, cousin, number 31. Please have a seat right there. Um, can you take the microphone and tell us who you are? 
And um, tell us who you are and if, like, anything that The Simpsons, like, how has The Simpsons affected your life or been in your life? Got it. Absolutely. My name is Henry Rose, also known as Cousin 31. (laughs) Uh, And um, the way The Simpsons has, I guess, impacted my life, uh, there's a lot of quotes that I enjoy about The Simpsons. I was just talking to cousin number 13, my (laughs) sister, whatever it was, (laughs) about uh, my favorite line was probably from the Simpsons movie where Bart, like, he face plants and, like, he embarrasses himself. And he's like, this is the worst day of my life. And Homer's like, well, this is the worst day of your life so far. And I'm like, I feel like I use that line fairly often. Wow. And I wouldn't say it's just that, but um, I don't know. There's just a lot of quotes and I feel like a lot of pop culture references that The Simpsons has brought up. And so I enjoy that. Nice. Do you remember the f- you- the first time in your life, like how young you were when it sort of started to infiltrate your mind? Or did you, you know, want to watch it when you were younger? Were you allowed to watch it? I don't think I was allowed to watch it until, like, when the movie came out. It was probably the little, yeah, which was weird. I don't know. I, I wasn't too inter- interested in The Simpsons, and neither were my parents, I feel like. But I knew you guys were. And so when the movie, like, came out, uh, one of our friends or neighbors had it on DVD like while I was in theaters, which was really awesome. Huh. Uh, and that was like my first exposure to the entire like show, the movie. And so uh, I've been on and off like watching it. I haven't probably watched an episode in almost a decade, if I'm being honest. I just uh, haven't seen it in a bit. But. The crazy part is I'm, an, I'm a fan. And I haven't seen a new one in a long time either. And, like, I just love the, the old stuff. So it's kind of for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Yeah. And I think another thing, uh, me and Anthony used to play uh, Simpsons video games. There was Simpsons Hidden Run. Uh, that one's a classic. And there's uh, one, I forget the name, but it was sort of like you were driving characters around. If you wanna. Road Rage. Simpsons. Thank you. Simpsons Road Rage. Yeah. And those were fun games because... Yeah. Uh, they, they had just amazing banter throughout, like, whoever you're picking up and dropping off. And yeah. you had this time limit, and it was fun. It was actually, like, I had put in a lot of hours into that game. I know. It's really uh, addictive, actually, just like Crazy Taxi was, kind of, or GTA. Mm-hmm. And our last episode was actually about that. Exactly. Oh, really? We did a video game episode, and we talked about all that stuff. That's, so That's awesome. That was our last one. Well, we also discussed uh, how we could start a... Um, small little campaign about if let's say the 20th century fox were to ever make another video game i think it should be called medal of homer <laughs> that would be a perfect yeah. title <laughs> i mean it's, you said it here first if that ever happens you're getting all the credit yeah okay you're gonna patent it and we're gonna have the rights to it and that's right. how it's gonna so work so henry you have this, you have a wheel of marge with different colored hair in front of you will you please spin it and depending on what it lands on you're gonna get a question of some kind Okay. Or a game. If it's trivia, I'm gonna. Yeah, well, that's okay. Be, uh, not See what too happens. Well that's red hair. That is red hair. You know what that is? That's is that's bad? cameo or no? Oh, cameo or no is a game where we're gonna ask you. I'm gonna say a name of someone really famous. And you're going to have to decide whether they've been on The Simpsons or not. Okay. Okay? Sure. Simple enough. Do you want to give them something? All right. I would love to. 
<laughs> okay. Um, let's say. Oh, I won't look. Um, John Goodman. Definitely on The Simpsons. Ding, ding, ding. How did you know? That's like, you had no doubt. He seems like a, like he has a good voice, you know, voice acting, like character For type sure. of voice. So I kind of assumed he I know it is. Yeah, there. he does have an amazing radio voice. So thank you for stopping by. Of course. We're doing thank like you for a hot me. three minutes, but, you know, with every cousin because we just have so many freaking people here. Yeah. Um, we're going to get someone else on. Do you, I don't know if you know anyone else. So you can help us by when you put that microphone down. Uh, go find, rustle up someone else who has a number, but Anthony, also get your numbers out, and we're going to call numbers. Um, this is happening. Yeah, get another one. So Ellen, Ellen, are is getting more people. More people on the. Uh... Who's next? Uh-oh. Who's up? A duo. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. A pair, a pair of people here. Well, welcome to our podcast. Tell us what you le- how the Simpsons impacted your life, well, where you're, and tell us who you are, please. <laughs> and, I and yes, I am Aunt Therese, and I uh, my cousin is Anthony's mom. True, I'm Mark, and I'm Therese's husband. Welcome, well, Therese and Mark. Um, we're gonna. You guys can take that microphone, please. And Anthony and I are gonna share this one. Okay. And. Um, what we really want to know is, like, any the way that The Simpsons has related to your life. I mean, it's it's culturally everywhere. Everyone ev- obviously knows about it. But anything, anecdotes, the, the way that it affected you or just anything at all, I mean, tell us. Okay. Oh, I'll get to start. Well, I would say that, uh, number one, The Simpsons always had good heavy metal on it. They had Judas Priest, Great one point. of my well, my favorite band. Personally, I did not see this going this way. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. But I like the way they uh, they would take take uh, some of the well known songs and twist them a little bit. You know, yeah. always a little bit irreverent. And uh, of course, Homer and his love of uh, of all kinds of food that always hits home, mm-hmm. especially when he's going to the uh, the chili cook off and picks up the, the, the famous uh, ghost pepper or whatever it was and Johnny Cash played the coyote. Amazing. It's yeah. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I love I that you love that. And it, and it ends, you. of course, something you wouldn't expect with hot pants. Yes. <laughs> Cargo shipment loads yes. of hot pants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's fantastic. You went heavy metal and you went chili pepper cook-off and hot pants. Wow. That's and a great A guess right there. Wonderful. Yeah. So this man us. knows his Simpsons. <laughs> so, Aunt Therese, tell us how the Simpsons has affected you in your life. Well, um, I know absolutely nothing about the Simpsons. I do know that the main character is Homer. Um, I have listened to a previous podcast of yours to learn more. Um, but then I married this guy uh, less than a year ago because he knows more about him than I do. And that was, you know, very important to me. <laughs> Love is in the air. You hear that? <laughs> Do you think any of your three wonderful daughters 
care or even have an inkling. I mean, I, I'm not just sure because there's a generational difference it, there. I, yeah, there. I, I just don't. I'm know. not sure. They uh, were asked to join to be a part of the podcast, but they were a little bit hesitant. So I, I feel like they did just don't know enough. Yeah, about I just them. think if you don't grow up with it or have some connection, then it's right. hard to say, and it's definitely hard to come on the pod. So before uh, we end this, our little. What is the merge all about? Well, so, <laughs> Anthony, please tell them. So the way this works is you sp- the way we call it is called spin that marge. You spin it, and whatever marge colored hair it lands on, that's the uh, category you're going to get. And you have to spin. Okay. So okay. part of the deal is you got to spin. So please, A drum roll. Uh, go ahead. Pink hair. Oh, pink okay. Hair. Pink so so pink is technically hard trivia question. Oh, and I I think the look in your eyes tells me you're up for it. <laughs> well, I'm going to choose a harder. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you a hard question. Just try to best answer as best as you can. If you don't get it, oh well, but just do the best you can. All right. I'm going to choose ah when Homer falls in love with her coworker Mindy, who did Homer's guardian angel show up as first and change into someone Homer knew from TV? It wasn't the Fonz, was it? No. I don't know. I do not. There were only 4,786 episodes. All right. Uh, well, I'll give you the first one. Uh, well, I'll give you a hint. Uh, ton. I'm not sure you're really helping him out with that. That's It's also really hard. And you also have asked me that one other time. So I'm just going to go ahead and say the answer is? Sir Isaac Newton and Colonel Clink from Hogan's Heroes. Who knew? Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, expert level stuff. And... You're, you're both welcome back anytime because you brought me- heavy metal, uh, Hogan, Hogan's Heroes uh, quotes, <laughs> and a lot more. So thank you for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Because as, as you're listening to this, it'll be seamless. But what just happened in real time was um, one of our loving family members delivered a soliloquy about uh, a family member who's passed away. And it was pretty touching, and it took a while, and, and we took a break. <laughs> and now we came back, and I'm sniffling, and it's different. But uh, we'll just continue, because if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know any of that crazy shit just happened. But we are welcoming a new guest, and welcome. Thank you. Who are you, and I'm, what are you doing here? I'm Hannah. Um, I'm a cousin of the uh, Gloria side of the family. Um, tell, so, <laughs> tell us how, how the Simpsons have affected your life at all or not at all. Um, you know what? I would say I wasn't really that devout of a watcher of the Simpsons, but I will say I did appreciate how they um, predicted the 2016 election. Say more about that because this is something we're going to touch on in a future episode. Oh, it's, it's eerie. We haven't gone there yet. But what do you know about that? Where did you? Where did it come to light? For well, you? I just remember there was like that meme of Trump in a mall yes. when he had like recent recently announced his presidency, and then um, 
they like predicted that on the show like many years before. Um, yeah, not just the presidency, but like eerily. I mean, this is like visually on a on an escalator going right. down, like in a mall with people behind with a specific sign. Like it, it's really conspiracy level shit. Yeah, because it's like how how would they get that just that right? Yeah, and yeah, so so yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that meme that's been circulating lately that because the summers have been so hot. And it's, like, Homer talking to I don't know who. And he's, like, this is the worst day of my life. And he's, like, this is the worst day of your life yet. And it's, like, this is the hottest summer yet. Because it's only going to get hotter. I see. You're, so you know, I, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, your brother just brought up a similar anecdote. Oh, there we go. You guys must be swimming in the same pond. Yeah, same Twitter sphere. Okay. But, yeah, I like that it's... um relevant at all times they it always is. got something yeah. yeah yeah it is that's great um you know everyone you're staring at a little circus uh spinner thing and you you, you have to do it and okay. don't even ask what's going to happen when you do it just do it okay you should probably spin it with your hand you're spinning it with a pencil that's a new one you know what you could you could okay she's spinning marge tell us what what color you get orange i guess yeah or orange red. slash red okay so uh, that one is cameo or no. Oh. And so we're going to ask you <laughs> if we're going to give you a name. <laughs> and you have to tell us whether this name, this real person, celebrity, has been actually appeared on The Simpsons or okay. not. Okay. And, and appeared means they could just, you know, they do a voice. Right. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Aunt. The Queen of England. No. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and it was so easy. That was just, you knew it in your she bones. She wouldn't do that. You know yeah, what I mean? She She's a very private person. You're right. She's so yeah. proper. Yeah. She's so proper, yet she has had so many references on The Simpsons, though. She's an easy person to Yeah, she's an easy target. Yeah. Just, you know, there's a lot of satire on the queens and kings. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. You're correct. And thank you for being a part of The Simpsonians. Of Thank I you really for appreciate me. it. We we appreciate it, and we're gonna bring up another. Um, this yes. is like you know at this point it's the deli counter, and we're just like taking numbers. We're like <laughs> number forty three. Like it's joyless. Like I take no I take no pleasure in this at all. Like it's just a job at this point. I feel like I should be getting paid like minimum wage at least. So we're gonna wrangle another cousin. Ellen. Oh great! We all have another right. one coming in hot. Coming in hot. And if I can describe how this wonderful man looks, if you know who Jim James is, uh, boy, he's a spitting image. He just he just took the ponytail out of his – he took the, the scrunchie out of his ponytail and he f- swung it around in the wind. I've Hello. been called half-price Fabio in the past, and I try to live <laughs> up to that name. What a moniker, wow. half-price Fabio. Wow. Welcome to the show. You look wonderful. You have flowing. I mean, to look at this man, it's like a Jim James look-alike, but better. He's got wonderful flowing locks, a full beard. He's got a polka dot kind of Hawaiian-style shirt, and he's drinking what looks like an old-fashioned. Am I right? You've got it in one, guys. There we go. Okay. And I appreciate so. the compliments, but we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about The Simpsons. Correct. Take us away. So it's been quite some time since I've actively watched The Simpsons. I will be honest, but some of the most interesting aspects of humanity, I think, can be reflected within The Simpsons. Because when we look at The Simpsons, we have 
Homer as a father who is trying his best. He's working in an unfortunate position at his job where he's being denigrated on the regular, but he's still doing it, as we know, for her, for Lisa, for Maggie, and for Bart, as much as he does strangle him. And we have Marge, who is the loving mother and the loving wife, and they truly come together to make a pretty solid family, especially by today's comparison. Sure. You know, they've been together for however many years in this strange time-locked uh, setting that we have, mm-hmm. uh, but it really is admirable to see the writing. Like they do address a lot of very interesting social issues through the show. However, perhaps roundabout it may be at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the family dynamic uh, played out in a million different ways. Is that? I mean, what, is that what you like the most about the show, or, or, or how did it come into your life? Have you just kind of? Over the years, you come to appreciate it in that way about the family dynamic. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Learning more about the writing behind The Simpsons. Oh. Uh, as I grew up, like, honestly, you were one of the folks who uh, put it on my radar mm-hmm. in a major way. Um, outside of its, you know, long-running history as one of the longest-running animated shows in the United States, mm-hmm. it just keeps going. And the writing continues to be good, from what I understand. And, uh, you know, outside of folks like the comic book man and, uh, oh, gosh, wow, I'm embarrassed now. I can't remember the bus driver's name. Otto likes to get blotto. Thank you kindly. (laughs) Um, Are there any – I feel like you're someone who's a little bit more in the – internet savvy than myself and people my age are there any memes involving the simpsons that you know of or enjoy the main one that comes to mind is actually of lisa when i forget the context but she has a specific moment where she's at the kitchen table there may have been a dinner discussion going on but there's a freeze frame of her just looking down at the table with her mouth open, no hands visible, just kind of in shock. I actually, I have it on my phone. Let me, uh, just, let me provide some context so, so for the meme, our in-person what, Yeah, you folks. can, no, but, but explain for the folks listening, like, the meme would be used in reaction to something like what? Like, it's shock and awe? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's very much a shock it's and like awe. like WTF kind of, kind of meme? Yeah, a very much kind of... Shock ah, in the face of events. It's like, is this really happening? So he's is showing this me what's a pic- going on? He's showing us a picture of Lisa stare at a kitchen table staring down at an empty plate with her mouth agape, sort of in shock. Uh, uh, we just don't know what from, but it's like, yeah. okay. And whether it's a, uh, uh, what's the word, a, a partial frame as part of an overall animation, I'm not sure, but this particular still is really evocative of a lot of what I feel our generation Uh. is feeling these days because there's so much going on that seems so outrageous to us. And we're trying our best to work with it and work through it and improve things. But Lisa's expression truly embodies the kind of, I beg your pardon? Yeah, yeah. It's a WTF, I beg your pardon, what the... fuck just happened kind of look Mm -hmm. or just like she Mm -hmm. hasn't even made sense or someone hasn't made sense of what just happened it's it's shock and awe 
Precisely. Right, right. Yes. And you're in almost frozen. An excellent way to put it. Right. Okay. That's great. I mean, I th- this show being around for so long and so smartly written will be a cultural touch point for just m- many reasons, but those are new like the memification of an image Absolutely. that was never meant like that was a that was that happened for a second and it was probably part of a joke and they moved on they didn't mean it to be anything but now mm-hmm. the internet and the world at large realizes the value in some of these images and yeah. that's a great point it's another way that it lives on as part of the cultural this is such a pretentious thing to say milieu <laughs> Can I even say that without being escorted out and shot in the back? Because I've never actually used it in conversation. The cultural milieu. Well, you're not currently being escorted it. out by security, Gus. So I think you're safe. Okay, I just I it's a it's a word I've known for a long time. Never said it. I know what it it kind of means like the cultural. Uh, Pont- swimming pool, I guess, is another yeah. way. There- I think zeitgeist might be another good word for it. Great word. Like the, the That'd kind be of way better. The flow, the tide That'd of That'd be culture. way better. I'm like- going to bring my th- thesaurus next time <laughs> and just, you know, reference that. But um, that's a great point. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you gave us – we're doing a hot two or three, but, man, you're, you got like a hot five or six minutes right here. And, and you know you. what? You yeah. earned it. Um, Thank you kindly. So you, the last thing to do before you leave is spin that Marge, because you know you have to. Absolutely, of And course. tell us what comes up. Anthony, take it from there. All right, let, round and round. Yellow hair. Yellow Marge. This is so exciting. We haven't had yellow in a while. A yellow is a name off, okay? A name it's off. It's sort of a game. So I'm going to say a name. I'm going to say like a, a, t- a place, a, a person, a topic. And so you have to say like, for example, I'll give you the, the, the category we're going to go with. We're going to start easy. I'm, it's going to be the category is places, okay? Excellent. Places. Listener, hot tip. I'm not going to do well here. <laughs> well, it's the easiest one. We could also do people of color, which would be interesting. Do you want to do that one instead? Okay. I'll take your preference, Gus. Uh, I don't know. Places because it might be easier. So, for that example, I'm going to say the Simpsons family home because that's a place that exists in the Simpsons world. Mm-hmm. You have to say another place that exists, and we're going to go back and forth until no, ah, one of us I can't see. think of another place. Okay. So I so, say the Simpsons family home. And You're I next. say Moe's Tavern. Great. It is Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. Springfield Elementary. Great. Uh, I'm going to say the Quickie Mart. You stole mine, Gus. <laughs> the Polluted Pond. Ooh, the Polluted Pond. Uh, we'll have our judges fact check that one, but I don't. it doesn't ring a bell. I'm going to give you a pass and say that's good. I know that there were fish with okay. three eyes fished out of there. Yeah. It so. looks, it, can you save yourself and the name of that fish, the three-eyed fish? I want to say Philip, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the polluted pond. I'm going to say the Springfield Gorge. Oh, that was a good jump. Gus, you've got me. It's it's a shameful showing on my part. But I don't it, think it's shameful at all. It's truly, it no. has been a minute. I mean, you're up I'm, against the titans of this uh, yeah, host absolutely. of the podcast. Who would I be if I wasn't able to name a few places, right? <laughs> so that's great. And we, who am I but a walk-on guest at a family reunion? I, a walk-on philosopher with great hair. That's who you are. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Anthony, um, we've also never had a name off, and they're really fun, and I'm glad you got to be the first one. So while I wrangle the next guest, uh, I'll hand it off to you, my friend. 
And we are welcoming cousin number 24. Cousin number 24. Would you please hand the microphone to our cousin? <laughs> Hello, cousin number 24. Can you please tell us who you are and how The Simpsons has affected your life or not? Uh, my name is Sarah. I grew up watching The Simpsons with my dad. We both really like animation, so like that was always something we could watch together was The Simpsons. So that was a big part of it. I also went to U of O, where I believe Matt Groening went to school. Oh, we have a Matt Groening connection. Red alert, red alert. Uh, uh, really? I, I believe so, if okay. I'm not incorrect. Um, and I believe one of the college bars that I used to go to called Max's is actually the bar that Moe's was modeled after. I This is, uh, this oh, is oh. a hot take. This, you just came in here and just... <laughs> this is really something we're literally just not we're stretching as thins on facts as it is but this is unbelievable uh unprecedented to just have that kind of a hot take so wait for the people who don't know u of o is the university of oregon it's in eugene oregon okay. and you're you're saying not only did matt green is matt Graney an alumnus I believe so. Okay, we'll fact check this later, and mm-hmm. you'll be dead to us if you're wrong. Absolutely. But you're saying that there's a bar there that's most in the in the, I guess the gossip or the myth and mythology is that it was this bar was what Moe's Tavern was fashioned after. Yes. Wow. It's and called the, Max's, and it looks very similar. I love what you've brought to the table, Anthony. Uh, you've handed your phone to Anthony. You br- you've pulled up the the bar on Google Maps. Anthony, describe what you're seeing. What I'm seeing is a bar, and there is definitely some resemblance to Moe's Tavern. Definitely. Do you see Barney Gumble or Moe Sislak? No, but I can almost imagine. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. But I can almost imagine myself. There's a drunk in the Google Maps image. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. I honestly never thought about that. I never thought about where Matt Groening went to college. Mm -hmm. I didn't think that there would be any. I mean, it makes sense, though, right? So much of the show is, like, based on, you know, the the writer's, like, interpretation of life. Right. Wow. And Eugene, Oregon, is... Like, at this point, they're pretty much merged. The city limits are only, like, divided by I-5 is Springfield. So I wholeheartedly Uh believe that that, that, I know that's, like, a hot discussion of which Springfield is the Simpsons Springfield. Wow, you're three for three because that's, we haven't even talked about that on this show, which is funny, but we were going to. But, yeah, the the idea that the the show never told you what Springfield, what state the Simpsons lived in, right? Mm -hmm. So you're making a pretty strong case that it could, in fact, be Eugene, Oregon? The, so Springfield, Oregon is uh, directly across the I-5 from Eugene. They're essentially right. the same town at this point. Right. And, it, like, if you look at the 50 states, I think almost every one of them has a Springfield. And yes. So it's just We're very this, original. This joke they played. They, it was a long con, and they never actually said. So you're saying, based on all this information, man, Oregon's a strong play. Yeah. It's a strong contender. The, uh, in downtown Springfield, there are a few, like, murals of, like, Simpsons murals. Right. Make, and it, that would make sense. If I was wearing my ancient aliens hat, I would be very convinced by this amount of evidence. Yep. But, wow. Yeah, it's great. I mean, well done. I didn't, you know, the part of the great part of not doing any prep, <laughs> show prep with, like, guests is that, they just bring whatever their life experience is, and that's, like, a really cool 
thing to bring up because that's a long joke. It's a series-long joke. It was in the movie. It's been everywhere. They just bring you right to the edge. You know, they'll show you, a, like, a letter that was mailed, and they're like, somebody's thumb will be over the address. You know, it's like they, they really want you to kind of hate that we don't know where they're at. So mm-hmm. hey, that's a great you're, – you're like the leading contender for The Simpsons maybe living in Oregon. Maybe. I wish I had another microphone. We're a short one, but it's fine. So thank you for that. Um, thanks for coming through. Before you leave, you, you have to spin the Marge. Okay. And depending on what happens, something else will happen. Okay. And just tell us what number. I'm on blue. Oh, sorry, what color? All right, we got blue. And that would be an easy question. So we'll just give you, we'll just give you one right off the bat. Um, who killed Snowball 1? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, mayor? Uh, son? Okay, all right. Uh, what is the name of the voice actor who voices Sideshow Bob? <laughs> you know, these don't seem that easy <laughs> to the newcomer, to be honest. <laughs> Don't you have one that was like, who says dough a lot? <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Who is always trying to kill Bart Simpson? Sideshow Bob. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. Thank you. I mean, we kind of gave you a, a softball there, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, uh, the cousins keep bringing the heat. That was great. I really love the Moe's Bar. Like, I mean, I'm going to look into that. Uh, and the rep, Matt Groening at U of O. That's fantastic. So thank you, Sarah. Yeah, of course. Did you? Okay, we have another guest um, back to back. Did you take a number? Uh, my daughter took a number, and then and then I bought it from her. So it cost me money. <laughs> you're raising. You're fundraising right now. Yeah, I yeah, love I it. I know. It was an indirect fundraiser. You guys didn't receive any of the money. My daughter actually <laughs> did. So, but this podcast is so hot. That well, okay, it, the secondary t- market is very please strong. Please tell us who you are and and any any sort of way that the Simpsons has interlaced with your life. Like, there's no any th- rules at all. Just all anything right. At all. So, my name is Steve Brown. This is my son Mitch and. I was just talking before we went online that The Simpsons have been going for 33 years. So I'm an older man, So, but they started when I was in high school. I watched them through high school, into college, and into my early 20s, and then I kind of fell off after that. Um, so I don't know a lot of the modern Simpsons, but yeah, some of the old school Simpsons is what I... I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, So you probably mean seasons like one through twelve or something like that. This was in the nineties. Exactly. When you go back and you watch it now, and and even the cartoon and the animation is completely Mm -hmm. ancient. Yeah. but so t- some of the lessons are still, and the uh, the stories are still worth watching. Yeah, so you're you're speaking of the golden era of what a lot of Simpsons people consider, which is essentially seasons two through ten ish mm-hmm. or eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are just like it. It was right when they were in the middle of their youth. It was on all the time. The whole phenomena happened, and it really did. Like the writers turned over after that. The animation changed. Uh, right. It's just the whole sentiment of the show 
Um, so I was one of those people too. I was like the golden era, and there were like those seasons. Uh, they had like 22 episodes a season. Like you yeah. don't think about it. That's a lot. It's a lot of content to churn out, yeah. and it was so high quality. We we're talking about Conan O'Brien, like you know, uh, oh. I can't think of the other names right now. I'm drawing a blank. Um, there's so many writers. Anthony, jump in. Well, I'm just saying that the writing group from that era is John Schwartz, Schwartzwalder was like a mainstay. Uh, O'Brien was in there, and Dana Gould was one of them. There was just like a, a core group of guys who had this certain sentimentality, and the jokes were just fast. They were kind of very adult. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't for kids. No. Yeah, when it first no. came out in a couple seasons, it's like, what is this cartoon doing? It shook up the you know the TV world at that point because it was the first cartoon targeted towards adults. Now since then, you've you've come up with a bunch of other series that have that have come in the wake uh, of of the Simpsons, including some of your favorites, right, Mitch? What are some of the ones that you enjoy? Uh, um, I, I have a lot of different cartoons. Um, I grew up watching Family Guy, of course, American Dad. Um, South Park, can't forget it, um, which are all the cartoons that I grew up watching. And I feel like The Simpsons is kind of the older generation that has continued to stay relevant to this day. Yeah, yeah staying power. Awesome. For sure. Staying power. Yeah. They were the, the, the legend, the trailblazer, but they're still there. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it just it's been on for so freaking long. Like, it's gonna affect like the it's gonna have a generational impact, you know. But you know, mm -hmm. the younger kids today, I think it's like it's funny talking to some of our cousins. They're like, well, mostly it's like, yeah, there's like a funny meme. It's like Lisa's a meme to a lot of people. Like, they're not mm -hmm. even shows, but like you can pull so much from the show, and it still had like drops culturally for people. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's cool. And thanks for your perspective. Um, you guys, by law, have to spin mo the, that Marge before you leave. So please spin the wheel. All right, and I'll wait till it keeps going. Here tell we us go. what color it lands on. Oh, green Marge. Green. Green is who said it. So we haven't had one of these today, but so I'm gonna give you a quote. And you have to tell me who you think said this quote, okay? Okay. You know, who does it sound like on The Simpsons, all right? And knowing, I'm going to give you, like, medium grade because you're not rookie. So, okay. Huh, what would you know, but it's not too easy. Okay, here's a good one. All right. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Oh, okay. I know the guy's name. I don't know the name, but I know the guy. What? Which what's what's the guy? Maybe well, together what, we can figure what, it out. What's going on in your um, brain right he's now? He's the Mitch? really he's the really nerdy guy with the lab coat. Um, I what, think what's the scene? Do you have a scene in mind? I do not have a scene in mind. Okay. I, I was it Bart's? Was it Bart's friend? No, it definitely wasn't Bart's friend. Okay, I'm gonna say it again with an accent. This is a hint. Okay, and so my eyes, the goggles do nothing. So it sounds like a certain celebrity, maybe. It sounds like um, um, Arnold. Okay, yeah. you're on to something. Arnold. You, so there's a character who's parodied in the show, and do you have any? You got okay. I'm gonna give him a big. Okay, no, Anthony, you got to answer this one for us. Rainier Wolfcastle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So how it was on the tip of my tongue. I swear. He answered the question for you. Why didn't you answer it? It's a famous scene where <laughs> you did, yeah, you yeah. did, you did. We'll give it to you. I mean, for, half point, half point. Half, just half you, a point. You guys get a half point. I'll take, I'll take a half point. 
And since there's two of you, that's a quarter point each. So, we'll, all right. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the show. Um, we we should queue up another person if there is any more. But uh, if y'all listening, y'all know those who know know the scene, the famous scene, and we can't even imagine someone not knowing that quote, right? But then there's just a lot of people who don't. I'm just picturing the the river of acid burning his face, and it's just delightful. More family fun. Uh, who do we have now? None other than cousin. What number did you pick? She's numberless. She's better. She transcends numbers because she's not even a cousin to me. She's my freaking sister. Welcome, Valerie Shigaris. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Best for last. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So the question we've been asking everyone is basically what... I mean, what way do the Simpsons interlace and affect your life? Like, there's no wrong answer, you know? Like, just what are the memories, the weird things well, that... Well, I mean, I'm your sister, so... Thanks for whether, reminding me. Whether I liked it or not, the Simpsons were deeply ingrained into True. my childhood. True. Um, yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of fond memories watching them together. It was... Kind of, we got home from school. They were still at work. It was like that two-hour window, two-hour window where like we're home, we can have snacks, we can play video games or do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, five o'clock rolls around. I was obsessed. I was there like appointment watching every day. Five five thirty. It was two episodes in a row, at least where we were in Chicago, and I would just be parked in front of the TV. Um, is there, like, a particular character who speaks to you or anything personal? Like, is The Simpsons personal to you in any way? Yeah, I mean, I I think I just viewed... I viewed myself as Lisa, and I viewed Bart hmm. as you, honestly. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, there was also a period where Mom, Mom wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons. Yeah, I guess so. She thought they were inappropriate. Yeah. So, of course, I don't, I don't think I really abided by that. I know. How would you she were even watching know? Them. Right. Like, how would she even police that? Right. She didn't want you to, but you definitely Whenever did. they were home, I couldn't watch The Simpsons until I got to a certain age. Yeah, this is a common theme, actually, and it surprises people who don't know because they don't, or they're not in that, like, generation. They're like, why would you not let somebody watch a cartoon like that? It's so culturally accepted. But a lot of parents thought it was too adult for kids. So, I guess... Yeah, it's like how how would she how would she pull that off? She didn't get home till you know whenever, and we just have free reign of the TV. So. Right. Well. Um, but yeah, I would say I identified with Lisa the most. So you're saying you're smarter than me, and I'm the fuck up. Yeah. Kind of. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't really argue. But in ter- in terms of like episode, this, <laughs> this is becoming more of a sibling feud than an <laughs> episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> Well, um, I we think need that to just take five minutes for a second. I just would like to point <laughs> something out, but uh, why don't we just do what you want, please? <laughs> yeah, you were saying. Uh, in terms of favorite episodes, you know, I was a huge fan of Treehouse of Horror. Mm-hmm. Any and all Treehouse of Horror. So yeah, the dark, too. the dark, creepy shit. I know. Is, was my favorite yeah no rules like often very violent like super <laughs> silly like it could just do whatever they want we actually haven't even touched treehouse of horror in this podcast yet which we're, we will 
but it's very new, so great to bring that up because we were going to do a whole thing on the Treehouse of Horror episodes. And, yeah, some of the best. And I actually think that, you know, outside of being a golden era Simpsons fan, like the, the, the Treehouse of Horror episodes that still are new, like today, the one, those are the ones that I tend to enjoy the most because they're just being silly with it. Yeah. So before you leave, you have to spin that Marge. So give give her a whirl, and you're gonna have to answer or play a game. We'll see what happens. All right, you got an easy a trivia question. All right, I'll whoop. <laughs> I'll give you an easy one. So let's see. Mm. Who really shot Mr. Burns? <laughs> Give, bring us through your thought process. Do you have any idea? Smithers? Well, that was the first suspect, but uh, that's not the answer we were looking for. Damn. Uh, the uh, baby? Oh, that's right. The baby. I don't know the baby's name. Maggie. The answer was Maggie. Maggie. It's okay. We the, the Marge takes does not discriminate. <laughs> she takes no prisoners. And if you if you don't get it right, then you don't get it right. But uh, thanks for coming on. And now you're officially a part of the Simpsonian. Thanks, and, guys. And you had to be because you know we're we're blood. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Keep it up. Well, that well, was a freaking whirlwind. Uh, I, th- I guess. Like I, I looked at the clock and apparently it's 10:40 and I thought it was like 8 p.m. So I just went into a, a whirlwind of time. But that was our part of our crazy family, and this is by far the longest episode we've ever done. And it didn't go according to plan because that's not what happens in these kinds of scenarios. Um, final thoughts, Anthony, before we sign off? Honestly, this was better. This was better. I asked all the people to not show me the numbers. I should have asked, but you know what? The random, the better. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we couldn't have everybody on our podcast, but we'll get them next time. Now serving cousin number infinity. <laughs> <laughs>